Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain. My guest today is Carrie Donatella. She owns two small businesses as a single mother and has always been curious about her spirituality and why she feels things the way that she does and why she seems to know things or expect things to happen before they happen. She's always loved crystals and has a curiosity about metaphysics and healing properties, but never really dove into learning about them until about a year ago. As soon as she started learning about crystals and using them, her whole life changed. Her moods were even more, and when she held on to certain crystals, they helped with that. She felt joyful when she worked with citrine, and she felt more mental clarity using crystal quartz. She could share all this goodness with her daughter, who is obsessed with crystals and fancy rocks. After finding DYSG, emerging herself from the amazing energies, learning about crystals and healing, and working in our office, which she does, she started her own spiritual business called The Mystic Mermaid. She loves teaching and helping others, and once she experienced some of the amazing changes she had in her spirituality and healing journeys. She needed to be able to share it with people and started making bougie pendulums and expanded from there. So she makes malas. So let me tell you a little bit. She didn't put this in there, so I'll tell you. She met me about a year ago and started on a class called Crystal Alchemy at the Center. She's completed that whole series. She's also taken angelic Reiki classes and she's on the path of sacred priesthood. And the list goes on and on and on of all the things that she learns and gets to connect to us. So welcome to the show, Miss Carrie. Thank you. I was so excited. I've done a lot of podcasts, but never with people that I love. So <laughs> here we are. I'm excited about this. Well, it's all kinds of fun, right? Of being yeah. able to kind of share so share with us a little bit about your experiences with crystals and, you know, oh. the class crystal alchemy and just what all that's expanded to for you. Well, I, uh, I started this journey, like you said, about a year ago, and actually I was referred by somebody at a different metaphysical store she said I went in for an astrological reading and she was looking at me and she was like you need to figure out what your gifts are honey and she said you need moonstone so I immediately bought some moonstone at that shop and she said I would recommend going to a couple of different places and see what feels right to you discover your spiritual gifts is wonderful because it's all light and I feel like you'd fit in really well there and she she recommended a few other places that were not my cup of tea. And so I bought some moonstone and I love it to this day. I wear it. I wear this necklace every day. I love the iridescence of it. My personal pendulum is moonstone. 
And I started, I, I sought out Discover Your Spiritual Gifts and um, I I signed up for the crystal class because I thought, oh my gosh, there's classes here? What the heck? <laughs> so I signed up for Crystal Alchemy and loved it. I started going to the moon ceremonies and loved them. My daughter even loves the moon ceremonies. Um, and it just felt like such an integrated um atmosphere and very friendly very family oriented very community oriented and I love that I mean I was look kind of looking for a place where I could be a part of it so I started doing the crystal classes and then like the second class I took Violet says I need if anybody knows anybody who needs who knows how to do QuickBooks and I need two people and and she started talking about that and um I raised my hand. <laughs> I said, I actually have a business and I do bookkeeping and payroll and all of those things in my business. And she said, why would you want to step out of your business to do this? And I said, I think I can, I can manage to do both. Um, I don't think I have to give anything up and I, I want to help, you know, I'm, I'm here to help. And I wasn't, and I thought, oh, I don't know. She doesn't, she wants somebody, she needs somebody who can be there all the time and she's not going to choose me. And I wasn't even going to come in to interview and Violet reached out to me and she was like, did you sign up for a spot to interview? Because I sent you an email. <laughs> like, no, I haven't. And I went and I signed up and I thought, nah, they've got, there's, there's probably somebody else who's a better fit. And I got that job and I've been there a little over a year now and I've loved every second. I mean, I love being in the center has been life-changing. And so I'm immersed with the culture and the family and everything. And with the crystal alchemy classes, I've learned how to, how to use these, what, what energies will help with different things. We've done confidence, we've done love, we've done motivation. And I didn't really know how to use crystals in my life. And I started doing that. I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, I, I've got crystals all over me. And they're like, how does that work? Well, I started, you know, I'll put them in my pocket or I, 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 this is my favorite pink opal heart. I got obviously at DYSG and I, it feels tingly to me and I carry it around when I need a little extra love. And I've just got collections on my desk here that it's full of crystals for different purposes. And it works. I mean, the energies for me was what was more important. Um, you know, I do use them. I have a money altar and I've got pyrite and malachite and some other stones that I like on that. But for me, it was about evening out emotions. And, you know, sometimes I need more confidence. So I go to Carnelian. Sometimes I need joy because who doesn't want joy in their life every day? And I, I've never really gravitated to yellows, but citrine is a game changer for that. So in doing that, I was looking around the store and I'm, I'm really a, I'm a big buyer too. I love all the things. And in the angelic Reiki classes, we learned a little bit about pendulums. And I thought, huh, there's crystals in those pendulums. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about wooden ones. We talked about all the different materials. 
And I thought I had made jewelry for myself for years just because I'll see something and being budget minded, I'll be like, I bet I can make that. So in doing that, I had a vendor I liked that had these beaded rosary chains. And I thought, I bet I could get a pendulum and put a fancy chain on it and maybe a little bit bigger of a charm and make it a little bougie. I could do that. <laughs> and then the Mystic Mermaid was born. Um, Violet told me at one point that I was a mermaid and she is too. And that kind of opened up my awareness to the the mermaid energy. And it makes total sense because I love the water. I've always loved the water. The ocean is someplace that I feel completely at peace. Um, I like anything having to do with the water, paddle boarding, swimming, um, just being next to water. So that's where the name came. <laughs> that's I how love the that. started. You know, I love that. So people come in the store. So those of you that don't know, if you hang out at DYSG, there's something that happens there every once in a while. People will come in and go, Violet, we hear you can tap in and tell people what energies they hold. Now, doesn't mean that just because Carrie and I resonate with mermaid energy that we don't have a little bit of fairy and a little bit of genie and a little bit of angel and a little bit of dragon and some of those other energies too. But it means that we resonate more with one than the rest, that that we really hold that energy. And so I tend to every once in a while tap into people's fields and identify who they are, what energy they hold. And it's always very interesting because we got lots of fairies in the center. We've got lots of mermaids. We got lots of angels. We got lots of dragons. Uh, I've identified at least one genie so far. And the person was like, genie, what yeah. is a genie? Let me go and read up on genie. And she came back and she goes, you know, everything I find resonates. And I would have never thought that genie would be my energy. I've had elves, um, uh, unicorns, um, all of those. And they just, they just come like I can, uh, spirit just tells me which one they resonate more with. And so, um, everybody in the center has a lot of fun with, okay, what's my energy. And mm -hmm. I'm actually at some point going to write a book that's going to tell you because not only do you have that energy, but you also lean into more one, one of the elements more than the others. And it doesn't have anything to do with your astrology chart just has to do with energetically where you connect. And so I see that book or that class or that program coming at some point, cause everybody loves it. Am I this or am I that? What am I? <laughs> what am I? Um, so we have a lot, a lot of fun with that, but you've also moved into Carrie making malas. Yes. And doing and malas. I started classes. doing that as part of my healing journey. I actually got a reading at the DYSG and, um, with Cynthia, she's amazing first. And she said, maybe get a mala that has these certain stones in it immediately. I'm telling you immediately, I went online and I ordered, I didn't, I wanted the experience and, and to get in the healing of actually making it myself. So I ordered a kit rather than a mala. 
and I ordered a kit and it came and it had really good instructions on how to make the mala and it had illustrations. And I started, I made my own mala there and I enjoyed it so much. I just kept doing it. So <laughs> I would gather up. I love beads. I've always got gemstone beads around. And I started gathering up like groupings of different beads. And like this one is uh, sacral chakra. So this is carnelian, sunstone, and goldstone. And I just, now once you learn how to make the knots and everything, it's just about designing it. And I love to do that. So I started making malas and I started, I did my first mala workshop at DYSG um, in January and it was hugely successful and popular. I oversold it. <laughs> I oversold it because I don't like to say no to people. And we had, uh, we had 12 people there to make their malas. And I did a custom bead set based on whatever intention the person had. What It was a new intentions, new beginnings class. So in January, what do you want to bring in this year? And some people had, um, they wanted to bring in love or they wanted to concentrate on healing or they wanted to do joy. And so I would just gather beads and I'd ask about their favorite colors or anything that they didn't like. And I put together a set of beads just for them. And I wrote a set of affirmations just for them based on their intentions so that they could use them as they were making the mala and then while they were using the mala. And everybody just loved it. And I had no negative feedback. I even had a lady come who had just lost her husband and she shared this with me and she said she wanted this experience to be part of her healing and I was so honored to be able to help her and be a part of that so I had out of eight uh 12 people four people drove down in a snowstorm from Fort Collins so I was just in awe of everybody coming there to be with me and make these necklaces and it it was a hit. So obviously I want to do that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we're going to do chakra malas in July. I love that. I love that. And I think you're also planning on doing a pendulum class. Yes, I am. So <laughs> in making these bougie pendulums, I've been using them and I took um, Violet's angelic Reiki classes. I took Metatron methods, which was probably my favorite of all the classes and that's where we learned about how to use the tools to um, you to perform Reiki services, angelic Reiki. So I've been making the pendulums and I started using them myself. And Violet went through all of the steps on how to program it and how what to choose and how to use them and how to um, actually douse with them. So I thought I could. I, we need a class on that. We need a, like a whole class and it's not like a long class. It's just going to be about an hour. Um, but I'm going to do pendulum basics in June. So I'm super excited about that. That's awesome. So all these crystals are coming together yeah. and you're creating and starting to build. I love that. And this month I got sick with a cold because it's allergy season and I wasn't able to teach crystal alchemy. And so I reached out to specific teachers to teach my class. 
And Carrie taught one of the crystal alchemy classes this month. And I heard yesterday she was amazing at it, was able to answer everybody's questions and help everybody with the things. So pretty awesome. We've been I was talking so about that you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just honored. You text, she texted on a Tuesday and the class was Thursday and she asked if I would be willing to do it. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an honor and a privilege and I love doing it. So yeah, just all of our classes and learning and stepping in, you know, um, I have some amazing students that are growing, evolving, they're coming into their own, teaching their own things. It's always exciting. It's like a parent with their children going and flying out of the nest and making their own their own special places, right? So it it helps to kind of do that. And so I Carrie just keeps expanding and I love that aspect. Well, why I've got you on here because I love asking my students, talk to me a little bit about sacred priesthood because you're on the path. You yes. completed three classes at this point. Um, and I know you were hesitant for a little bit about, should I do this? Should I not do this? And a lot of people think they have to be ready to take that class. Just share your experiences with us. Absolutely. I was hesitant because I held this huge respect for the mystery schools. I came into Discover Your Spiritual Gifts not knowing anything about mystery schools. And here I, I'm learning it's a it's a whole thing. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. And so I'm hearing, you know, Violet told me probably a week into working there, you're going to be on the sacred priesthood path at some point. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I had, I was intimidated by it. I was super intimidated by it. Um, it is to be revered and respected and the sacredness of it um, intimidated me. So I, you know, I had the whole, am I good enough? Do I know enough? Am I ready for this? It's, you know, you, you have to be on time and being on time usually isn't a problem for me, but I worry about things. I never like to be late and, and we have to have respect for the temple and you have to wear um, long dresses and I don't have a problem with that, any of it really, but I worried what if my dress is too short or what if I say the wrong thing or I enter the room from the, we enter the room and walk clockwise. All of our motions are clockwise, which makes sense. It's a nice flow, but you bow when you come into the, to the temple and you bow when you exit. And I, oh my gosh, what if I forget? What if I forget what to do? And so the first class I had it all built up in my mind. I was super emotional. <laughs> Like I'm a mermaid, so I live in the water and water is, is the emotions, right? So I was very emotional and I had built it all up and I was so nervous about the whole experience. But once we got into the, the temple, I almost called it a classroom. It is the temple when we're in there. And I just, the energy of everybody else being there together, it was wonderful and we did a tincture that day. Um, the first one was New Beginnings. And so it was uh, all um, shamanish, shamanistic, shaman, shaman, shamanic. Oh my gosh, my words. And that 
part doesn't resonate with me as much, but I valued the whole experience. I mean, it was very, the whole thing I valued. And so the second class I went into knowing a little bit more about what to expect. And I was a lot more at ease. I thought, I know I can do this. I did the classwork, the, the online um, homework and everything. And I knew I could do it. And our group is starting to bond and we're starting to get to know each other, which makes me more comfortable with the participants, with the other people in the class. And this third class was the most fun I've the longest time we did beads. So <laughs> I was super excited about it. I have my necklace here. We did our rosaries and I've been wearing it because I love it. And I was able to help other you know, our other priests and priestess um, kind of crimp their beads and make sure that everything put their necklaces together. So I was honored to be able to do that. But it was a lot light, more lighthearted to me. We had some music at the end. We're singing and all of this. Um, nobody ever wants me until I'm unavailable and my phone keeps. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I really value the experience and I love like all the things. So we've just finished up earth, um, three classes of earth and I value it. You know, I've got the workbooks. I've got a workbook laying right next to my couch and I'll go back and reference things. Oh, I know. What, what do I need? <laughs> and everything seems to be happening right when you need it. Like March was a really difficult month for me. And the class in March was about protection. And I thought, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. I do need protection. And I learned all about it. And it, it's just, it's coming together in the most magical and special ways. So I, I appreciate all the things. And Violet puts so much work into the online platform. And there's all of these resources. And whew, it's, it's, a it's, lot, a big, it's, it's a big class. So mm -hmm. Carrie, I know there's a couple of things. So people step on the path. And they think that it's about, you know, we take a, a Reiki class because we're going to get certified and we're going to go out and do healing, or we take an Akashic Records class and we're going to get certified and we're going to go and do reading. So when they look at the mystery school classes, the first, one of the questions that a lot of people have is, is this going to help me start a spiritual business? Is this going to help me launch something? And it's hard for people to put their thoughts around that the mystery school classes are really for you. They're mm -hmm. for your development and expansion. Is it going to change the way you do things, whether you paint a wall or you're responsible for accounting? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. it's not meant for you to go out and create a business. Mm -hmm. It's meant for your own personal growth. And when people step on the path, their family gets very nervous. So about, you know, what are you doing? What is this about? Where are you going? And what would you tell people that are, you know, thinking about taking this path about, you know, your family and friends and their perspective and, and what you share with yours? Yeah, I think you have to just continue to be open-minded and understand that most any kind of negative response from family members is more likely about fear than anything else it's the unknown and I received some of that from my parents my dad is a whole lot more open-minded than my mom and you know I've got the best parents 
but it it was fed by fear so they didn't understand what the word sacred meant and they didn't understand they thought i was going towards this um occult you know there's the that and all of these because they were scared they didn't understand the the terminology was the the biggest hiccup here so i was like okay do you know what holy means and my mom's like yeah i know holy and i'm like well sacred is right there with holy i i use them as not interchangeable but along the same lines like you can think of sacred as holy you can think of meditation as prayer if you want to i mean it's it's just in how the words are used and so i encouraged my family to try to keep an open mind and just trust that i know what i'm doing and i'm not gonna, <laughs> i'm not falling into anybody's evil plan or anything it's all about light and for me I was raised Baptist and I valued my upbringing and it all goes back to God for me. It doesn't for everybody and that's okay, but that's where I am. And I feel like people are going to have a response to the commitment that you take in stepping into sacred priesthood, but it's more likely about fear and what they don't understand. I love that because, you know, I raised my children Southern Baptist as well. There's lots of fears, religious, what are your belief system? And you're so right. It's about wording. You know, mm -hmm. what does sacred mean to you? How would you define it? What does magic mean to you? Right. How would you define it? Those are all words that can have scary um, definitions to them, like, right? Yeah. They can They can be very fearful. And think about this, those that are listening. This is a honeycomb calcite crystal heart now if i tell you today that this crystal is full of light and love and it wants only the best for you and you believe that then that is the energy that it's going to hold if i tell you today that by working with this crystal it has negative effects that it's going to hurt you and you have a belief around that that i am telling oh. you the truth then you've created that intention with this. So everything we touch, everything we look at, everything that we consider has, we have polarity here on earth. There's light and dark, harmony and disharmony. That is what it's all about. And whatever your intention or belief for any item, any symbol, any intention, any thought, that is your belief around it. And there's been a lot of symbols that have been converted to create fear so that you don't tap into them, so you don't connect with them, so they take your personal power away. Mm -hmm. And if you walk in the light of the divine and believe in God, believe in source, believe in something bigger, believe that there is love and light and compassion and joy and we're all supposed to have that then you step into that energy but if you believe in harm or hurting somebody else or negativity then you step into that and it's all about choices mm -hmm. and i get told all the time um for the listeners oh this is an occult well, by definition, my daughters told me, by definition, there are three parts. You must have a charismatic leader. Okay, I'm sorry. I love people, right? <laughs> you must have a charismatic leader. 
That is it, right? You must invest money to be part of it. Well, yeah, I'm teaching a class. It does have money attached to it, (laughs) right? And number three, you must do an initiation. Yes, we do initiate the priests and priestesses and the order of Melchizedek, which is in the Bible, folks, which is the oldest sacred priesthood there is. And being a priest or a priestess means being of service to God, the divine source, whatever that belief is. How are you going to make the world a better place? How are you going to make your life a better place? How can you help people and love people? And that's what it's all about. So by definition, every church is an occult. By definition. By definition. That is true. Mm-hmm. When I look at occults, it means that they control everyone. And I do not control. People come and go, take classes yeah. and leave and come back. They're not required to stay part of their journey forever. I do love it when they stay in community because I think it helps all of us to have community and people around us that we can talk to and um, socialize with and have a family with, but there are no forced locks on our doors. Nobody's required to do anything. I don't require them to attend a certain amount. We do lots of activities together and people come and they go. And so priesthood the mystery schools are really powerful gifts and if you step in you get lots and lots of gifts from those programs and classes so i love it that several of my people have taken those classes and angelic reiki and all the things i'm kind of addictive but i tell people that up front she does the whole disclaimer up front and the first time i heard i thought (laughs) And then I came back and then I came back and it's, it's true. I'm a little addictive and I teach a lot of classes and I'm sorry you're here and I'm sorry you're listening. Um, but I do a lot of classes and you know, the cool thing, no matter where you're listening at in the world, several of these programs and even more coming are going to be offered online that you're going to be able to take anywhere in the world that you want to take. You won't have to do them all in person. Crystal Alchemy is online now. You can take that program all the way through online and not have to be in an in-person class. So it's it's exciting and we're doing more and more online classes so that people around the world can take classes and come and see us. So you also have an Etsy shop. Shopify, yes. Shopify shop. Mm -hmm. So people can see your items on your website? Yes. I have all of the malas that I've made, I've kind of blueprinted and so I can recreate them. Um, They're all on my website. I've got pendulums. I have some crystal carvings. I've got a little bit of everything on there. And I also have mala kits. So any mala that you want to purchase can also be done as a kit at a lower price. I love that. I love that. So many wonderful things. I can't wait to see what all you come up with and how creative. I have a feeling you're going to be teaching some classes at the center on a regular basis. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm thinking about doing crystals for kids. Uh Uh-huh. I mentioned it to my daughter and she is all in. (laughs) She's like, oh, can I teach this? Can I teach the kids? And I'm like, 
yeah, we'll figure it out. So <laughs> that's running around in my head too. I think that would be fun. She loves coming she does. to the center. She's done uh, magical play shops with the fairies. She's done the holiday fairy play shop. She's done some of the moon ceremonies with us. She loves coming and being part of it. So mm -hmm. she gets upset with her mother when she comes to class without her. Yeah, she's like, I'll say, I'm going to a moon ceremony tonight. And she'll say, oh, good. What are we making? <laughs> and I'm like, you are going to your dad's house. Mommy is going to make <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> and she's like, wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. <laughs> Yeah. I want to be part of that. Why can't I be part of that? I love mm -hmm. that. We yeah. do do a lot of different things that kids can be part of. Kids love to do the fairy play shops and we do those. Uh, we do basalt classes. We do moon ceremonies where you can come make basalts. The kids love that. Oh, yeah. We do little bath bombs where we put little uh, trinkets, you know, like you get a bath bomb with a little squishy or something in it. We actually make those at the center. They love to do those. And so there are a lot. We do a unicorn party in June where they make unicorn horns and sprays. The kids love that. We make fairy dolls in May and they love to come and make fairy dolls. So we're constantly doing stuff that the kids can do. The only restrictions I have is the smaller children I don't have in the candle workshops just because of the heat and um, the risk. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but the children love to be at the center and to come at the center and mm -hmm. kind of shop for their fairies and do all their stuff. And you've told me she wants me to figure out whether she's a yeah. fairy or a mermaid. A mermaid, yeah. <laughs> she made me record a video in the pool and she's like, I'm going to use my water powers. And she starts doing this and the water's moving. And I'm like, you get it, girl. <laughs> you use those water powers. <laughs> I love that. The kids are so open. I wish, yeah. you know, if we could just encourage and keep that going, children are so open and playful. I love that aspect. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for spending time with me this morning. Oh, I'm so excited to get to mm -hmm. chat with you. Her and I have done a few things and I keep getting, even this morning, her and I are going to end up, I think, in a classroom together at some point. I think we're going to- teach something together there's something gonna happen because spirits like you two we're gonna combine you some way somehow i don't know if it's gonna be a live you know <laughs> broadcast that we're gonna do periodically we've talked about that or oh yeah that'll class. be <laughs> we're gonna do something together where people are gonna be like what people came into the crystal class last week and violet and i have some physical similarities and I was sitting where you usually sit and just kind of preparing myself to teach. And somebody walked in and said, so you have to look like her now? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I had just had a purple top on and just my normal thing. And I think it was, I can't remember who it was, but one of the ladies walked in and she was like, you look like Violet. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. <laughs> but I'm me. So <laughs> I love that really funny <laughs> i love that yeah. we're gonna end up doing something i don't know what it is yet um i keep leading towards a couple things i think we've talked about six months now of doing some kind of live broadcast and doing some mm -hmm. stuff or doing a podcast or doing a class 
something's going to happen at some point. I love it. I just don't know exactly what that is yet, but it's going to happen at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Carrie, have a great day. Thanks for joining me today. And those listening, thank you for listening today. Please subscribe, follow, comment, like all of our things. It does help uh, when people are out there connected to us. I hope you'll listen to more of our podcasts as we interview other creators, authors, spiritual leaders out there in the field. Thanks again for watching and I hope you have a magical day. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.